Give it up, everybody. Jay Killer Kowalski. Jay Killer Kowalski. Don't share a drink with him. All right. In the era of COVID, it's all good. Guys, if you're having a good time tonight, keep it going. Get your hands together. Make sure we're keeping it down with the chatter. It's not easy being up here. We got, we're giving it all we can. It's one night for a comedy night here at the Kerrigan Arms. Really appreciate it. So I'm going to bring up your next act. The very funny Rachel Locke, everybody. Keep it going. I don't know if anyone heard, but I'm just getting over a concussion. I think I'm okay. I haven't had any major side effects or anything. I did write a joke about it, but I forgot it. <laughs> I don't know if anyone heard, but I'm just getting over a concussion. I, I wrote a joke about it, but I, I forgot it. So I want to tell you guys about something that happened to me yesterday. I went for an ultrasound. Um, congratulations are not in order. I have PCOS, so like they might not ever be in order, which means that they are in order. Um, yeah, it was just, they did not describe what they were doing before they did it, and it was just really awful, and I don't, I just wanted to talk about it. It was scary, guys. <laughs> um, a few weeks ago, I had someone break into my car. I, I was in Hamilton visiting. <laughs> I know, shocker, shocker. <laughs> Downtown Hamilton, and I made the mistake of having a car. <laughs> the item stolen from my car was a handful of change, protein shake, and a Nintendo Switch. Now, I can't prosecute the 13-year-old boy that stole from me, but I can't his ass in Call of Duty and you bet I'm coming for him. I don't know if anyone heard, but I'm just getting over a concussion. I, I read a joke about it, but I, I forgot it. But um, I, I'm feeling really good about you guys, so I want to tell you about one of the worst things that ever happened to me. Okay, I did it to myself, but anyway. The year was 2010. It was Fan Expo. It was my second one, and I was so excited. The previous year, I had indirectly bumped bottoms with Leonard Nimoy, so you know. <laughs> Big expectations. This year, Burt Ward and Adam West were going to be there. So I, I was really excited. I. Um, Generationally speaking, I didn't grow up watching the 1960s show for obvious reasons. But I, you know, I knew enough to be excited about it because of the references that the 90s show I grew up with made. So I, I tell my mom, I'm like, like yeah, Adam West and Burt Ward are going to be there. And she's like, oh, I love Burt Ward. And she's bummed for me. <laughs> okay, mom, I will. So I go to Fan Expo and I approach the celebrity table. Now I am not that caught up with how they look in the present day, but luckily they're labeled. So I go up to Adam West and I offer him my word vomit. He accepts it and gives me a little fist bump. And in that moment, Righty became Batman. So I go over to the Burt Ward table and I'm ready for, you know, Lefty to become Robin. Only there's a problem at this table. 
there are two men seated at the table. One is wearing sunglasses and sitting back, arms crossed, not talking to anyone. The other is very charismatic and he's smiling and he's shaking everyone's hand and I'm like, this man is bird lord, I'm gonna pinch his bum. And I walk over and I give him worse than word vomit. Just pure verbal excretion. I will try to paraphrase what I said to him. Hi, it's so nice to meet you. I grew up watching Batman and I just like, really like you and I think you're really cool. And I just love Robin and my mom loves Robin. My mom loves you and she won't pinch your bum. But don't worry, I won't pinch your bum. I'll let you want me to pinch your bum, but I won't. That's weird. Just pretend I didn't say that. I'm so sorry. Um, can you punch my fist? <laughs> he then stood up, smiled, looked at me and said, hey, hey, this is great and all, but that's for Lord. <laughs> So I looked at him and I said, okay, um, everything that I just said, except for the butt stuff, to you. Please punch my fist. And he didn't know what I was talking about. I had to explain to Burt Ward how to give a fist bump. And I got it. <laughs> um, so I have anxiety. I don't know if I'm that obvious about it. But just to show you the extent of how bad my anxiety can get. The other day, I made popcorn. And, sorry, I'm distracted by talking. Anyway, <laughs> the other day I made popcorn and I was bringing it into my room with my big bowl and I saw my roommate sitting there, right there. That's actually my roommate. <laughs> and I thought I should share this with him. But I didn't want to, I wanted all the popcorn, so I just hid in my room and then I had a panic attack. <laughs> it's not even a joke, that's just how my life is. <laughs> he doesn't even like popcorn. I, like, my anxiety is so bad that if I were to present a Zen garden, it would just be a litter box. I have, like, I, I'm also a bit of an extrovert, hence the social comedy, hello. And it makes a lot of interactions for me being like, when you get a notification on Messenger and you're excited because someone's talking to you and then it's just an update. Or when you're walking through a mall and you see a dog and the dog sees you and the dog is so cute, but it has a service vest. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. I um, I tend to overthink things. It's a curse, but I it gives me gifts, such as the vision of how angsty songs come to be. So I I like to think when I'm listening to some forty one of. Derek writing his, his lyrics as if it's slam poetry. I don't want to waste my time, become another casualty of society. I'll never fall in line, become another victim of conformity, and back down. 
everyone has their way to deal with an abundance of emotions. When I have too many emotions that I don't know what to do with and I want to direct them somewhere, I sit down at my computer and I open up my OSAP account. <laughs> and then the government reminds me why I'm sad. <laughs> um, I have a I have a few issues, which gives me a big perk when dating. You get to introduce me as a rescue. <laughs> I'm a catch. Um, as you may be able to assume just by looking at me, I had to um, give my parents some bad news of the dawn of puberty. I realized something about myself that I thought would just be a phase. I thought I'd grow out of it, but eventually I realized it was who I was, so I sat down my Catholic Italian mother in my standard small town Canadian redneck father, and I said, Mom, Dad, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> They're still not over it. <laughs> <laughs> I have people ask me if, as a vegetarian, I make my partners also eat vegetarian. <laughs> I don't care what they're eating as long as I'm on the menu. <laughs> I, um, that being said, I am um, non-binary and pansexual, which means for me, gender identity is a lot like my unicycle. I don't have a unicycle. <laughs> when I first started getting into stand-up comedy, my therapist suggested that I stay away from any kind of self-deprecating humor because of the things that I already talked about. And I, I said to her, I'm like, Kim, Kim, Kim. My self-esteem is just like my Christopher Walken impression. It's not. Very good. <laughs> Thank you all so, so, so much. I've been raised a lot.